Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 12 of the Stacey June Show. Today we're going to talk about a contentious issue in my house, sleep. I'm Stacey June. Hello. I want to help you find your inner spark. And I promise you, this podcast is going to be so much more than a motivational meme. By sharing the teachings and lessons I've learned on my path to spiritual and personal growth, you too can connect with your true self and become the most honest, worthy and powerful version of yourself you can be. This podcast is going to be about connecting with others and reconnecting you with yourself, learning to enjoy the good stuff in the moment the lessons in the hard stuff, which is often where they live, and to always find the funny in the fucked. Welcome to another episode of Self-Centered Sunday on the Stacey June Show. I am, of course, Stace, and join you on this On this lovely day that you are taking some time out for yourself, I hope that if you find this on a Sunday or at any other day of the week, as many of you have shared online, that you have the 20 minutes to yourself, that you are not distracted, you are focused on a walk or maybe sitting somewhere quiet or having a cup of tea, maybe you've had a meditation, maybe you're thinking about learning how to. Whichever place you are on that road, welcome. Today I want to talk about sleep and I want to talk about our relationship with something that essentially is probably in my life, I've come to understand, the most important part of my self-care routine. And it is so interesting because when it comes to sleep, I think we, like a lot of things in self-care or a lot of things when we think about looking after ourselves or, you know, finding things that I suppose somewhere along the line we've been told that we deserve or that we should have without really any action, sleep is definitely at the forefront of one of these examples. And when I when I say that, when I say that, I, I kind of mean words like, you know, vulnerability, for example. You think that if you cry that that means that you've shown vulnerability. Yep, that's one form. But there are plenty of other ways for you to access vulnerability in, in an action. And I have talked about this a little bit on other shows and, and we'll continue to talk about it throughout all of my shows because I find that self-care, living in a world of virtue, trying to be a better person is certainly an action process. It's not kind of this time where you're like, oh, I came from really good stock and I actually am pretty good. The end. You need to action it all the time. And I mean, if you are actioning it all the time and I don't know, you're perfect, then well done you. You shouldn't even be here. I don't think that person exists. I think they're kidding themselves. Um, I am a little bit delirious today. I think I may have had five hours sleep last night. Um, As many of you know, I have a cough 
that I've had that for a long time, which turned into a chronic cough. And I think with a lot of the the work that I do behind the scenes, um, we've really discovered that it's it was originally some form of infection or bacteria or you know something that kind of went through my body and is now really turned into something that's triggered with anxiety, which is really uncomfortable to be fair because it can come out to play at any kind of time I might feel nervous and you can only imagine and I really relate to people that may have physical elements of their anxiety I don't think I I've always been a bit petrified and had panic attacks around the potential of fainting because when I was much younger my anxiety would play out in blackouts Um, so I've always been quite afraid of of that but it became I became really, I don't know, very strong in managing that. I was, and very, um, I suppose, committed to managing that. So it wasn't happening as much as it was when I was a kid in an, in my adult life. It would come up to play a little bit. I would start to feel a little bit panicky and then I would have the tools to self-soothe and calm myself down, which I've just taught some of the girls in the group coaching this week, you know, a technique that I use to self-soothe and really calm down your anxiety. Um, and so, It's interesting because when I've now found myself having some form of physical attribute to that nervous feeling, it's already confronting to say that that's what it is because a lot of people could look at me and just say, oh God, that poor girl's got a cough. But underneath that, it's like this exposure of what you're feeling. And a lot of us that suffer from anxiety or have nervous energy or have, you know, get panicky or have panic attacks you know, it is an interesting um, contradiction in that inside you're kind of heating up and screaming, but on the outside, for a lot of us, you look incredibly calm. So the cough's been a little bit hard for me because it's now become as much as it might not look like it is. I'm being quite honest about it. It's a physical attribute to something nervous that I'm feeling inside. And I really take my hat off to those of you that have had this forever in that you know, I know I have a friend of mine that breaks out kind of in rashes and, and different ways for you to showcase how you're feeling inside externally. It's really, really challenging. But where this comes back to my sleep is that the cough has then really led me to stay awake uh, most nights for the past, probably on and off for the past six months. So I am pretty fatigued. Um, but what's happened is is now that I'm understanding that in order for my body to be in the best shape that I need it to be in, that sleep is important, I've started to use it as a real, I don't know, um, way to recharge myself. And I know we all look at that and we're told that sleep recharges. We're told that we see sleep as, a, as a, almost like a phone battery that you need to fill back up. I don't know if we actually really approach it like that. I don't think we actually approach it like going to the gym or, you know, kind of approaching it in a way that I think we need to approach it. It's interesting because there's three different types of sleep, which I want to go into in a little bit. But what's happened for me personally is that I have found myself getting nervous about going to sleep. And I've never really dealt with insomnia before, um, but I have started to understand the early stages of where this could lead. 
And last night was one of the more extreme cases. I had a very, very, I had a great day. I had a really um, interesting panel to host uh, talking about all things women in podcasting. And then I was on the second panel, uh, which was talking about how someone like myself, a podcaster, wants to work with brands and how my business in the future will start to work with brands as a, a podcast network. So it was a very important day for me. And it was really fun because that's what I love and live and breathe. And I love to talk about podcasting because it's still so new in so many people's worlds. So it was great, but it was hectic and it was busy and, you know, and I'm still doing a lot of things that are new for me and around different kinds of people, uh, people that make me feel comfortable, people that don't, you know, there's all these types of things that, that you know, in good ways and bad, you know, where we, we are challenged in many different ways uh, when we're doing things that where we put out ourselves out of our comfort zone. But my point is I came home and I had to, I had a whole day of concentration. You know, you have to get ready, you have to look a certain way, all that kind of shit. And I was trying to write for my book as well. So I came home, I went out for dinner with my partner and he was pretty much asleep on the couch uh, by probably about 10, 10.30. And I was just so exhausted but so wired. And I was kind of hopped into bed with him at about – you know, just before 11, I think. And that's pretty late. I try and get into bed by about 10. And I just tried to allow myself to calm down. And I laid there and I was breathing and I I just couldn't pull it together. And I had been on my phone furiously before I went to sleep. And I mean furiously, because when you do an event, lots of people are tagging you with a lot of things, lots of people are putting up stories, all these different things. So there's so much stuff for me to consume to see, A, what did I look like? What did I sound like? And B, um, what do I share? And how do I let people know that this was, this was what was going on? That's my job as well. And sometimes I do forget that. So I was up, you know, pretty much for the last hour of my day, scrolling Instagram furiously, looking at the kinds of things that people posted, feeling great about, you know, most of it and, and well, all of it. And, but I was still wired, you know, I didn't really put anything into place to allow myself to calm down. And even I forget that that requires a process that requires discipline and further, you know, further to my earlier point, it requires an action Good sleep takes work and it sounds really silly when if you go to sleep, you should be able to go to sleep. But for many of us, and it might not be that you're wired on a day like I had, maybe it's just that you struggle sleeping for a, many, a myriad of different reasons. I think we really take sleep for granted and not necessarily what its attributes are to us, but the fact that it should come to us naturally. And on some way... In some way, I think, yeah, sure, it probably should. Maybe, you know, God, why can't that be the one thing that we just get to have? But that's great. You can think about that for 30 seconds and then realize that's not going to get you very far because what's the point of being whingy about the reality? The reality is in our world and the way we live it, it's becoming harder and harder for us to wind down. Without a meditation practice, which to be honest with you, I have in the morning, I don't, I might do a gratitude journal of an evening and do some tapping, but I very rarely meditate at night. I found that sometimes if I get really thinky in my meditations, it can sometimes lead me to continue to think in bed rather than calm me down. And so, and yes, I put my hand up and say, there are times in my meditation where my thoughts don't 
go away as quickly as other times. So I am the same and I've been meditating for over 10 years. So it happened. So I kind of avoided at nighttime. I found that it didn't really work for me. But there's got to be a process for me to wind down. And I've really this week started to turn my phone off an hour before I go to sleep and I don't sleep with my phone even in my room. But I realized last night I didn't get very disciplined with that. And I think there is a lesson in it that I wanted to share and talk about today. I'm tired. I'm a bit cranky today. And I feel like I didn't look after myself, guys. Like I feel like that's on me. And I know I need to take the pressure off. We all need to ease up. I'm not going to, you know, bloody go and like run the beach and drill myself into the ground today because I didn't do something for myself. But I think it's really important to kind of look at myself in the mirror and say, Stacey, you need yourself to be an adult. You need yourself to look after yourself. You need to be, you know, you need to think about that there's an inner child within you and then there's an adult within you, right? That's with everybody. It doesn't matter if you're 80, doesn't matter if you're 20. I mean, obviously, if you're just a child, you're generally just a child. But as we get older into our 20s and our 30s, we become adults and we need to adult ourselves and we need to look after ourselves. And I spoke about this in coaching as well. There's plenty of times where the inner kid and the inner child should come out to play. And you can listen back to last week's episode. I speak about this. But maybe that's where I'm at at the moment, where I've been playing a little bit and there are other parts of my life that then seem to get a little bit lax and they are things that I absolutely need for my mental health, for my stability, for my creative process, for my relationship, for my relationships and my my productive levels. It's not that I had all this stuff to do today, but it's just how that pans out across your week. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I think it's really important that we treat sleep just like we treat the idea that we want abs and we go to the gym and we work for abs. Or maybe we want to learn how to do yoga. Or maybe we want to learn how to speak French. Or maybe we want a new job. We all have these things that we want and we go for it. We put actions into place to access those dreams for ourselves. But with sleep, I think we take for granted a little bit. We expect it to come to us easily. And we wonder why we can't fall asleep when we're watching DVDs on computers in our rooms, we're on our phones scrolling right up until the second that we get into bed. And I I generally have a pretty good routine with that. But it's a really good reminder last night of saying, I didn't. And look what happened. I was up at one o'clock in the middle of the night watching Trini Woodhall, like Trini from Trini and Susanna, which we had on the Thinker Girls pod channel. I'll put that episode in into the podcast, into the podcast notes. But she was the one that did the transformations with women over in England. 
long story, but the point is I was on her Instagram watching her go through her shoes. At one o'clock in the morning, I had a magnesium uh, drink, which I thought would relax my muscles. And then I took a melatonin tablet, which is the closest I'll get to taking any form of assisted sleep aid, really. I don't even really like taking sleeping tablets on a plane. I'll have them if as a backup, but I don't really use them. And so... I was in, yeah, I was in, a, I was in a funny place. I was really exhausted and couldn't quite put my phone down to help myself. And I woke up this morning and I was just crabby. And I kind of went for a walk with Ben. We went and voted. It's a Saturday where I am today. And I thought to myself, okay, like it's okay. But what I have to understand is I could have helped myself a bit better. Do I know that I necessarily would have gone to sleep and calmed down? And, you know, as Ben said, as we were walking, it's all good when you have big days at work or things that things that are exciting or, you know, I had a, it was a funny week. It was, you know, we were in retrograde and it was a full moon and there's lots of, you know, there's lots of icky stuff that happens in that time. I always get very agitated the day before a full moon, I've realized too. So there's just energy happening. All good stuff. I feel really clear and positive, but it's yeah, just, un- I don't know, not even uncomfortable. Just things are moving. There's transition happening. So it gets to that point. By the end of the week with all of that happening and then a big day, I was wired. And Ben was like, it's okay. You know, like we are going to have days where we feel wired by, you know, he, he says particularly when he's out on shoots, it's, you know, it's one of those days where you think about things when you get home and that, you know, there's energy that leads up to them. So I think it's important to not knock yourself about and not be harsh on yourself. And that's what I'm going to try and do today. But I am also trying to be very honest in the fact that I have control over that experience, that I do have the ability to maybe not click my fingers and just, and just you know, end up snoring as Ben says I do, but I deny. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to just be able to click my fingers and go to sleep. But could I have done a bit more to help myself and not be in the brat and when I say the brat, the brat's the little girl that keeps coming up and saying, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. And the parent says, get back into bed, but get back into bed. Because the parent knows that in the morning, this little girl's going to be exhausted and not be able to go to school happily. We are now that parent and that little girl or that little boy. We have to look after ourselves. And this really does go out to a lot of different issues. But today I do want to focus on the sleep. But I will maybe talk about in the in the next few months the inner child work that I've done and, and how important it is for you to step in and out of that and making sure that at all times when we make decisions or when we when we try and access why we're feeling a bit uncomfortable, a bit bratty or a bit shabby, are we coming from a place of the inner child? Is the inner child driving the car? Because if you paint that picture in your mind of an eight-year-old driving a vehicle, which is your life, the metaphor is the car is your life, you laugh and go, well, that's fucking crazy. Like that's a ridiculous thing to do. An eight-year-old can't drive my car slash life. Well, friends, often we're letting it drive our lives like I did last night. The eight-year-old wanted to stay awake. They didn't understand or couldn't comprehend that trying to calm down, maybe doing some breathing, all the things that I teach to a lot of you and a lot of and share with a lot of you on the reg. It still was something I had to remind myself to do and I didn't do it. My, my, little ch- my inner child took the, took the reins and took over. So thank goodness because I can share this with you and I can learn and we can all learn together and that's exactly what I want this show to be. I don't want this to be a thing where it's like, this is the way you live life, the end. I'm learning too 
And I'm I'm going to say when I don't think do things right that I say to you, maybe you should try and do because we're not fucking perfect. So I I'm not. And so last night, yeah, my inner child was driving that car and. And now I'm paying for it. Look, I've got not much to do today except a date with Queer Eye. But I did want to share and be really honest with you about that experience last night. And and for us to understand that sleep is not something that we just get a lot of the time. And I think you can sit in that real frustration point. I've been there where it's like, why not? Why can't that be the one thing that I get? And for me, luckily, for many years, for most of my life, I haven't really been a struggled sleeper. But at the moment, I can find myself getting closer to, I don't know, a place that I haven't known before, which is struggling to sleep because of this cough. And I know I can turn the wheel, take control of that seat and start to drive on a road that is more familiar, that I know will get me to where I need to go and that will be an adult running the show. And that is by turning my fucking phone off by meditating if I need to instead of getting back up and going on my phone, by just maybe having a cup of tea and turning everything on, like putting cat, just doing things extra that I need to right now to help myself. I've started also tracking my sleep because I'm kind of obsessed with it. And we have a whole lot of different sleep. We have REM sleep, light sleep, and deep sleep. And it's all really important. But I think the interesting part about knowing that sleep's important and actually doing things that you know will allow yourself to actually have good sleep is the real crux that we've got here. I think we've learned it we've learned enough about sleep that allows us to know just like an iPhone that's where we're charged. You know, I'll I'll just give you a bit of an a quick idea if you don't know some of the the real basics. But REM sleep is this kind of uh, stage that I suppose is where it's it's where you you can have the vivid dreams. Um, they they say that REM sleep is, from my understanding, was the most important sleep. But that's not necessarily what I've found in some of uh, the research that I've done. It's just a part of sleep. Um, you sleep in REM sleep for a longer period of time during sleep cycles in the second half of the night often. And it's like a kind of final stage of sleep and your brain becomes more active. And so dreams occur during REM sleep. Your eyes move around, which you don't even know. Your heart rate rate actually increases a little bit. But in principle, everything below the neck is actually not working. So you're, you're acting out in your dreams in your mind, but it's got this ability to really restore yourself physically. So it's the important role of it is mood regulation, um, memory, because your brain is processing all this stuff. So dreams are your brain almost like doing a bit of a recharge. Uh, and you also get a really good sleep, a really good recharge with your body. Deep sleep is even more so a physical recovery. So that's really where a lot of the time if they say you have a lot of deep sleep in your night, that's when you'll feel really refreshed, which I found interesting because I thought that about REM sleep. So if you have a really like a big night of deep sleep, often you'll go, oh my God, I had the best sleep because you went into that that style of sleep. Um, deep sleep promotes physical recovery and aspects of memory and learning. So it all kind of does, it does similar things, but it does have different different parts. And deep sleep has also been shown to support your immune system. Light sleep still does help you 
So it's not like, oh my God, I'm a, the lightest sleeper. I don't get the deep sleep that everybody talks about it. It promotes mental and physical recovery, like I said. Um, and it is one of those things that you may drift in between being awake and asleep. It's very, very normal. So if you do start to track or start to think about your sleep, don't analyze it too much. Um, your breathing and heart rate typically, typically decreases slightly at this point. So it's all good for you. The point is though, that we do know so, so much more about sleeping. We do know so much more about what it needs to do for us. But I think what we are yet to really understand is how we access and activate that in an action to be able to give that to ourselves on a daily basis. What I learned last night is it's not something that we should take for granted. It's not something that we just need to, that we should expect to just come to us. Sometimes, and you know, there'll be times more than others where you have to work at it, where you have to really commit to yourself. And at the moment, that is me. So if it's you as well, I see you and I understand that you can sometimes be frustrated and tired and it's hard to come from that that real active, I want to look after myself place when you're fucking exhausted. But I believe that maybe this is just training me to be a better mum for when my lucky day comes. And I think also it, it isn't a bad thing to be able to learn how to better mother ourselves first and foremost, mother or father. So if you're listening to this and you're having a bit of issue with sleep or you, you know, you really are thinking about it as something that you should be entitled to just have, I hope that this has allowed you to take away the fact that we aren't really entitled to many things. Breath is one of them. Um, sleep, of course, but you know, just like everything else, it's important that we invest in it, especially at times like mine where I need it more than ever and it probably is a little bit harder than usual. That's it from me. I'm going to hit the couch and take it really easy today. Um, tomorrow we're going up and having a beautiful country drive on a Sunday. So if you are listening to this, I hope that you're doing something really special and beautiful for yourself. If you're listening to this throughout the week or any other time that you find this podcast, it was the right time to find you. I'm glad we found you in this moment and I'm really, really, really grateful that you are here. As usual, I ask that you please share this episode with someone on social media, but in particular, I would really love you to make sure that you've done a rating and review if you haven't already. Um, Over the next few weeks, I am going to put together a few competitions to be able to help us promote the shows. Um, I need to remind you as well that if you are a couple that are going through fertility treatment or interested in hearing about the uh, behind the scenes of a couple that is trying for a baby and what that looks like in these early infancy stages, uh, you can go and listen to the brand new show called Couple Goals, which is a podcast that my husband Ben and I have put together to share a fertility journey and open up a bit of a bit of a conversation around conscious relationships and, and how we navigate the way through that hard time, but also through figuring out who we are as a couple and, and what marriage looks like to us. So come and join us over there if you're interested in that. But if not, I will see you this week. I have lots of tools packed into this week's episode. Um, I will be speaking to my very own naturopath, uh, Naomi Judge, and she will join me on the show Thursday talking all things for women's health and all the bits and pieces that we can do to help regulate our hormones, our moods, our anxiety, and maybe there'll be a bit in there about our fertility also. All right, guys, I hope to see you then. And please let me know if if you're loving these episodes. I'd love to see them online. I'd love to see where you're listening to them and hashtag self-centered Sunday. Bye-bye. Bijou Podcasts, the home of taboo conversations.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 